They're gonna kill her! Great, let's watch. Welcome to Storybroke! Miserably ever after. I was found dumpster diving in the sharps bin at your local hospital. Mads! And I'm a mom! Elaine! Ah! For real this time, not just me guessing ahead of time. Oh my god, yeah. So like, you killed my joke for the start of the episode because I was going to be like, hey, (laughs) Elaine, any big developments? Any new changes from last season? I have an eight-week-old baby. Oh my god! We took a we took a good long break. He will he will be he will be two months old in a couple days, uh, and he is adorable. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say real quick. Uh, I binge watched a lot of not all of the show uh, during our sleepless nights once we first got home from the <laughs> hospital, and I just like. <laughs> Just assaulted Mads' DMs with you can hear my cat meowing in the background. Assaulted Mads' DMs with like out of context takes on the show. And the first one was from the very first episode, the one we're reviewing. Hold on, let me let my cat out of the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, bring your cat in. <laughs> so we got home from the hot we spent four days in the hospital because I had a C-section. That's mm-hmm. not too much information. Uh and I'm very happy we had four days in the hospital because I learned a lot. Anyway, we got home and it's that amorphous time. The child <clears> who has <throat> been in the womb the whole time does not know day from night. And we were on a very strict feeding schedule. Like literally I had alarm set for every three hours to feed the kid. Um, so day and night didn't matter. So we watched a whole lot of Once Upon a Time. <laughs> a whole lot. And I messaged Mads the Saturday after we got back from the hospital And I'm just going to read it. And it said, just started watching the first episode. And when Snow and Emma reunited, I had Wes on my chest and burst into tears and proclaimed, oh, no, it's different now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The hormones were hitting, the emotions were in the sleep deprivation and everything hit at once. And I just burst out like sobbing, like not even just like tearing up. I was like ugly crying to my husband while texting Mads and holding my child. <laughs> so the show Aww. hits different now. I just it, was, up. it was like so sweet. Yeah, like she's getting like super emotional on camera. I'm like, damn, <laughs> girl. But you have like this pretty like, just like it's like a tear and your eyes are sparkly. I'm like, you need to teach me how to do that. I need to capture that because uh, Shane and I are going to go furniture shopping this weekend. <laughs> And I really want my way when it comes to the mattress. Look, look, Aaron Shassel's not the only person who can cry on command, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> Rosie Award winning actor. Local actor Aaron Shassel. <laughs> the Rosies are our local community theater awards. And, and he's a, he's in our improv troupe and he's a really, really, really good actor outside of improv. Like he yes. did stage acting and he's earned all of those Rosie Awards. Yes, we just like, poke fun at the Rosies because it's a town of like eight people. We and... never say the name of our city, but we mention things that are specific to our city all the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are specific to our city, I think I'm going to be ordering local po'boy shop for mm-hmm. dinner because I really, really want that surf and turf. 
Mm. We've had a lot of surf and turf lately with the uh, saltwater intrusion, thanks to (laughs) Hurricane Ida. We've had a lot going on the last two months. I know you haven't, you want us to get to the episode, but we've had a lot going on the last two months. We uh, just had a hurricane hit. Luckily, we are, again, our city was not affected by it until a couple days later when we had a flash flood that literally I got the flash flood warning on my phone and then the flash flood hit. Uh, Yeah. While I was on the worst the absolute worst main road in our city to be on during a flash flood. Yeah. And and then I had to take a back road um, and it was way more backed up than usual and slow going. I thought just because of the detour traffic, but no, um, one of the other major intersections along that back road, the stoplight was out. So it was a four way stop (laughs) at rush hour uh, next to a high school. Yeah. Since all this, um, my uh, nibbling, um, our youngest one has moved in with us and is now moving out. I say youngest one like they're a baby when they're like 19. Um, <laughs> Congrats on using the word nibbling, even though you don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I also don't like the, uh, what's the non-binary word for uncle aunt? I don't know. I don't know either. Just call me Aunt Mads. It's, I think it's somehow like, less confusing to be a bearded Augie. aunt. You were, you were talking about Augie for a oh, while Oh, I do there. like Augie. I liked Augie Mads. We're, uh, I think we're putting the, the horse ahead of the cart or whatever. Because um, that child is not talking for, based on their genetic makeup, um, the average amount of time for when a child should start talking. Because you have Luther, who is more taciturn. No, just because I talk more than talk over him. He he talks a lot. I'm just I talk more. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, so should we get into it? Should we, we talk should, about this episode of this television about, program? Hey, it's the first episode of the second season. We made it. We did it. We did it. We're back. We actually returned. There were there were questions. I was like, no, no, I uh, I need to watch more of this show and I need to talk about it because I love season two. Okay, season two is great. Man, when we get into the lasers, later seasons, that's where all of my rants are. Oh, all yeah. All of them. Um, there's well, we'll some, there's some about, good ones. There's we'll some good ones. start with this episode. There's some good ones for this one. All time least favorite pairing in this television program. Oh, well, should we get into the not so basic plot because there were like 20 plots in the first episode? Dude, we were setting up a whole a whole season. Exposition. We were, we were building some things. All right. Well, let's do, it. let's do the not. Here is the not so basic plot. Once upon a time, a bunch of characters we've never met before reenacted a new version of Sleeping Beauty. Only it's in a post-apocalyptic version of the Enchanted Forest, and also in present tense, because they've been frozen for 28 years and only recently woke up to discover they're in the only part of the Enchanted Forest that's left after the curse took everyone else away. The survivors set up a safe haven community where they've been living for the few months since they've been awakened. So, Mulan, yes, Mulan, helped Philip, the prince, safely get to and wake up Princess Aurora with true love's kiss. They are soon attacked by not a Dementor, which Philip scares away, cutting off its plot device pendant. He questionably picks it up, marking himself for the wraith to relentlessly hunt, which he also keeps as a secret from Mulan and Aurora. 
Meanwhile, Mulan and Aurora have stereotypical girl-on-girl tension about Philip's assumed affections and privilege and stuff like that. It's very hostile and rude, to be honest. Aurora eventually calls out Mulan for being in love with Philip, which she does not take well. Mulan, that is. Mulan doesn't take it well. Anyway, Philip sacrifices himself to the wraith to save them both, asking them to keep each other safe. He sends an indirect I love you over his shoulder, which the camera operators had a field day with, and they bring his body back to the place where Aurora was previously sleeping at her old castle because the thing sucked his soul out, and now he's a body. They hear a noise and discover someone they immediately blame for Philip's most recent fate, uh, which I didn't write in the follow-up of the thing it's you know we'll see anyway you you saw the episode on to you meanwhile in storybrook snow white and charming finally consciously reunite with their daughter all of the townsfolk have all of the townsfolk all of the townsfolk have woken up and remember who they are and why they're here but don't know why they haven't been sent back to their own world but they know who to blame an angry mob swarms regina's house led by dr whale who is... We don't know. Who, exactly? Charming and Snow rescue her from the rabble and lock her up in a jail cell, which she can't get out of because magic works differently here. Belle makes Gold promise not to harm Regina for abducting and locking her up, and he agrees in his usual fashion, by finding a loophole. He immediately finds a wraith pendant in his stash, marks Regina, and uses his Dark One Dagger, copyright Dark One Dagger, to interdimensionally summon a wraith to hunt her and eat her soul. Emma, Snow, and Charming save her again, and they decide to use Jefferson's hat to banish it to the world she's pretty sure doesn't exist anymore. It works, but the wraith pulls Emma in, and Snow, who refuses to lose her daughter again, jumps in after her. Charming tries to as well, but misses. Oh, and he smashes the hat. Oh, and smashes the hat. I was so mad about that. He and Regina then try to kill each other, but Henry stops them and gives Regina an ultimatum. Get Emma and Snow back or you will never see your son again. Your son being me. (laughs) Belle catches gold in his technicality, but eventually forgives him. Even though he blatantly tells her he's never going to change, she decides to stay and help him change. And some guy in New York gets a postcard from Storybrooke that says broken. <sighs> Sorry, that is my uh, reaction to Bell and Gold. Bell and Gold. Um, the, the episode itself was fine. The episode was great. The episode um, is great. Um, it's just that we uh, have made our opinion very clear about Gold and Bell. And this episode made it even more blatant. And it's just going to get more blatant and more blatant. And okay, I joke about the age difference because yeah. it's like thirty-two years. Age I don't actually aside. have a problem with it. Age um, difference aside, yeah, no, I ship vampires and werewolves and shit like that enough I, that like it's not really the problem. I was the fine problem, with Twilight. It's fine. The problem is the first thing he does is lie to her. He lies to her, but he also the first thing he also does is immediately tell him tell her who he is and who he will always be. And then he then then the then the, he makes the promise, which isn't a lie in his thinking, because he did he will not directly harm her himself. So it's not a lie; it's a loophole. Because this is what this man does: he does contracts mm-hmm. and finds out how to break them. That's what he does. Um, so it's not a lie per se, 
it's just he's a bad person and he tells her he's a bad person and she's like no he's like no i'm always gonna be a bad person and she's like no it's like no no he is now i i wish i could watch this series honestly in a time before i had watched true blood and knew who michael raymond james was though i will say that is three first names Oh, is that your the name? Your name is three first names. Is that the Michael name of, Raymond James. Is yes. that the name of New York guy? Yes. Okay. Look, okay. So I personally watched this before I watched True Blood because I watched this when I lived by myself. Um, and I watched True Blood when I lived with Mads. So, so there, maybe not by myself. I might have lived, I don't remember. It was apartments before I lived with Mads. Um, so when I watch True Blood with Mads, this guy pops up on camera and I'm like, oh, I love this guy. Oh, he's great. I don't know why <laughs> I have this visceral reaction to him when other people who are villains on that show, I don't. But spoilers for True Blood. Because of the Cajun um, accent. Yeah, I think it's something about like, you caught me off guard by doing a pretty believable Cajun accent. a pretty accent. good Cajun accent. Um, I was the only person on the show who had the right accent. <laughs> And they even make a point of it. And I'm like. He's a better, he's a better accent than the rest of the cast. <laughs> and, but it's so out of place because it's so much, it's so different. But it's like, I see that man in anything else. And I have this reaction. He has a like look. I'm seeing an ex that I had a really bad, like breakup with. He I has just, a I see- to him that I get that. Like, he just looks like he's an asshole, which sucks. Um, because he's, he's he fine. Looks a little- like, he's a great, like, he in this show, this guy, we will eventually see again, no spoilers. And I'm not spoiling it for Luther now. Also, he, he looks Cajun. Like He looks Cajun. He looks kind of, <laughs> now I'm, you're going to make what I'm about to say real, real bad. I was like, he looks like kind of a skeevy dude. <laughs> I mean, he looks like, he looks like a cousin. I'm like. I'm glad they introduced him to us in, like, this nice tailored suit. Like, he looks real neat. I like him. I liked, I liked seeing him the first time. The, I don't like. I was confused. Um, his... I don't like how they did it. I don't like his choice of having his phone in his hand as he goes to close this window. Yeah. But so, I did enjoy the fact that this was diagenic sound. I will say, I will say that the um, the start of this episode, because uh, he's the first, yeah, he's the very first scene in this episode, and it's such a different way of filming. Is it a one camera shot or it's a almost one camera shot? Yeah, it's it's like one camera. It's shaky. Um, They're following this one guy through New York. It's so confusing that whenever I first watched the show, whenever season two started, I th- was worried I was watching the wrong show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it doesn't help that the very next scene we have is also not in the continuity of characters we've seen. It's more characters we've never seen before. Yeah. That's a, mm, I didn't like the choices. End, oof, when you end your show, your season on a cliffhanger, and then the very first two scenes you have of the next season are with characters and locations we have literally never seen before, it is confusing to your audience. Well, also, um, I'm going to go back to the one directing class I took with the local community theater, in which um, generally, not always, but generally the first character you see when the lights come up is the person you're following in the show. So the very first person we see, we see for this scene only. And that's it. And I think this is our showrunners trying to do that lost thing where they're trying was to be it, all mysterious. And, was it around and, the same time? 
Yeah. Um, no, wait. No, it was after. This was after Lost because yeah. uh, they've got that girl in it. Well, also, Adam Horowitz is a Lost guy, isn't he? Like, I'm having a brain fart. Bell is. Yeah, he's an executive producer oh. and writer for Lost. I think they both were. Um, which is why they do that same kind of format of storytelling where you have... I had a brain fart where I was like, no, we talked about this at length. Where it's past and then the present and how the past is relative to the present. And Elaine has not seen all of Lost. Um, where do we stop? Season two? Uh, yeah. I had a. We were watching it with a guy I was dating. And when yeah. we broke up, they stopped watching Lost with me because they didn't... <laughs> they were worried it would bring up feelings. And I was like, when are we going to start watching Lost again? <laughs> we should watch Lost again. Maybe that could be your next Sleepless Night show because it's a was, damn good show. I was really not that upset mostly. by that breakup. We could have kept watching Lost. And honestly, if you know that show, I think some of the cracks of structure from that show uh they're, they're here there's there's a very small part of me that just panicked as i said that because i'm like oh my god what if he ever hears this show i'll be he knew yeah but so a, a problem with lost and a problem with this series is they love to do these these mysteries and like lay out these mysteries and then we never get an explanation for <laughs> for them and it's because they forgot about them well, it's uh, not it's not no i will say for, for for lost yes for this one they lay out the mysteries but they explain them to the audience first and then don't explain it at all to the characters so the it's a mystery only to the characters in the show but we know what's going on like yeah. we saw the last season with the murder mystery which was so poorly done on our end so I'm making gestures like y'all can see it. You can't. Yeah, no, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, so moving into, so moving past this man um, and his uh, shabby chic apartment that's super cute. He's got a, he's got one thing on the wall that I always notice. He has like a sign on the wall for a hatter mm-hmm. or hatter's bar or something like that. And I thought that was um, weird that he'd have a wonderland, uh, but that's spoilers as to who he is. Weird yeah. that he'd have wonderland, but he receives a postcard from Storybrooke. That just says broken. Broken. That's it. Well, by pigeon. Uh, he receives it by pigeon. Bought via dove? pigeon. Dove? Pigeon? They're the same bird. One's just cleaner. Yeah. This one looked like a dove. Carrier bird. Yeah. Um, but right away, I do have to say the production quality of this show, even though we haven't seen our, our familiar places between seasons, the quality of the sets the quality of the characters like costuming has markedly improved. I mean, I feel like even the camera is a better quality uh, digital. Oh, when they got renewed, they got a budget. Yeah. Um, and the CGI looks great. So yeah. we're going to see a not Dementor in a second. It the looks, greens, it looks great. The green screen's also much better. The green screen's tracking is better. Um, there's some parts where they zoom in and the background's resolution is kind of wonky. Um, but it may be because I got to watch this on Elaine's <laughs> brand new 4K TV. We're going we're gonna to we're gonna take a quick sidebar. Okay, so we've had like a little 32-inch TV because it was gifted to me several years ago because I had a smaller TV than that previously. So for Christmas, my dad upgraded me to a 32-inch. I had like a 20 for a 28 inch TV. My dad upgraded me to a fancy light LCD TV. And uh, 
my husband has hinted a couple times that he would like to upgrade, but he didn't know what size would be good for our living room and all this stuff. But he's not the type to like push. So Stardew Valley uh, released split screen mode. And I've been wanting to play this, my husband to play this game. So we got it for the Switch so he could split screen play it with me. And we could not read anything on the screen that wasn't like speech text. It was all so mm-hmm. hard to read. And I made a joke. I was like, oh my God, is Stardew Valley going to be the thing that gets me to finally upgrade this TV? And the next day I was like, hey, is 55 inches too big? (laughs) Yeah. So all these weird nitpicky details that I've been picking up on and Elena's been picking up on, she's been picking up on them in a TV that's across the room and small. I've been picking them up on a Samsung Galaxy Tab A, which is like a 10-inch screen tablet. Is that Um, why I've never noticed the zippers on boots and things? Is because I was so far away? (laughs) (laughs) So... J- just expect the nitpicking to get even worse. Madison's going to come to my house to watch the show now. <laughs> oh my God, I was watching this episode and I was just like, wow, this looks good. This is good quality. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed. Um, I made a mental note to when I'm at Elaine's house next time and she's out of the room to go into her <laughs> settings and bump the saturation down five degrees. Otherwise, I literally TV. haven't touched any of the settings on this TV. We got it set up. And hooked up to the internet, and that's it. We're done. I, I am in my own <laughs> we, right. We logged into all of our streaming services, and <laughs> we're done. So Mads can fix the TV however they want. I and my husband are both AV snobs. Um, like we're still using a plasma TV because of the superior black quality performance, mm-hmm. um, even though you can't find them anymore. And that's yeah. the excuse I use for why we haven't updated our TV. Um, that and the fact that in the winter time it keeps the whole room warm. Am I going to have that problem or is my TV cool? Your TV is cool. I think you have an LCD or you have an LED. So LED. Yeah. Uh, All right. So um, we... we, They don't make plasma anymore. Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) There's this beautiful desert landscape with the castle in the back that um, looks a little more... I don't know where I saw... It looked more Arab than I was expecting it to look. Um, And there's thorns around it and, and we have a platform with a sleeping lady on it. It's Sleeping Beauty. She's in a purple dress. And she is, uh, this This immediately, and this will be resolved in a, a random throwaway aside speech in a couple episodes. But I was like, hold up, wait. Wait, didn't Regina and Maleficent already talk about a sleeping princess with a sleeping curse? It'll get talked about, like, next episode. But at first I was confused. I was like, did they, did they already not watch their own show? I'm so heavily bothered by the fact that they put Mulan in a helmet. Yeah, they tried to they tried to play her off as who's this mystery samurai. When the second she walks in, I'm like, well, it's Disney World. There's it's only Mulan. yeah, that's Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's very clear that this is a woman mm-hmm. from her absolutely flawless skin and amazing eyeliner. So gorgeous. Um, I love this actress. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. I love um, this actress. Um, it's like so clear that this is a woman in this armor that when they take off the helmet, it's like the big reveal. Yeah. It's so cornball. We were like, I will also say Prince Philip's cute. Prince Philip is cute. Prince Philip's cute. I like Prince Philip. They, Rest they cast- in peace. Prince Philip. <laughs> yeah. He does not. He did not do well. Um, oh, did I just don't. Nope. Okay. We're good. I thought I tugged something and I thought I unplugged something, but no, it's just my phone going off. Sorry. I wasn't on mute. Rest in peace. Prince uh, Philip, September 30th, so, 2012 to September 30th, 2012. So it's very important to note 
that Prince Philip uh, still true loves Aurora or else him waking her up would not have worked. Him kissing her would not have done the true love's kiss curse break because they're still each other's true love. Uh, But that gets murky in a little bit because they want to introduce this creepy love triangle. And I only call it creepy because it's so poorly done. It's not a very good... Oh, I didn't read Love Triangle into it as Mulan liking Philip. I <sighs> my my gay heart immediately was like, oh, this little baby lesbian is in love with the idea of who Aurora would be because she admires Philip so much. So when she meets Aurora as is, she's like, her? But as the assumed straight of the two of us. Um <laughs> Straight presenting. I, I grew up. I grew up completely convinced I was completely straight, and only in the past couple of years have I gone, "Oh, those girl crushes were real crushes." Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, coming from the heteronormative perspective, they wrote it as they've been fighting side by side. They have that warrior bond, and that warrior bond is a little something deeper on her end. She, she, he still respects her so much as his, the warrior who helped him get, you know, get out of all these scrapes and stuff. They fought side by side since they woke up. Um, she has something a little deeper because, you know, you, you, you ever had like that close friend that you're with all the time and all of a sudden that what if comes into your head and it gets awkward for like a month and then you're over it. Um, surprisingly, we didn't have that because we have sibling energy, but oh. it would be with you. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about us. Hi, Jason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All of us. He All knows of us. I love him. <laughs> His wife is great. <laughs> now that he's bald, it's really doing it for me. <laughs> you do have you do have a type. Uh, <laughs> I do. It was very awkward for about a month, and then I was like, "This is stupid and weird," and I moved on. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's been that. It's like she just got to the part where she's like, wow, I have all these deep feelings. I'm a little confused. Maybe maybe I love this guy, but I'm not sure. But then they find his girlfriend. And all of a sudden, this she, she has been his only compatriot for this whole time. So suddenly she's the odd one out. So I think it's mostly that. Like it's that odd one out jealousy. Like they have been like side by side besties, each other's support this whole time. So this other person comes in who's weak and she has to protect and she's a little pissed off by that because she's obviously the better choice for their situation. Yeah. And that's how it starts out. That's how it starts out. And she's like super rude and awful about it. And all of this interaction is very, it's very exposition heavy. It's very telegraphed. Yeah hardcore and on one hand i'm irritated by it but on the other hand i'm looking at it from the perspective of well these characters are being added to our our supporting cast Mm -hmm. this season they're going to be in most every episode and we don't have 21 hours of time with them 22 hours of Mm -hmm. time with them like we do with the rest of the cast so we have to kind of get our audience up to speed so it's forgivable to a degree um i i actually really hated aurora the first time through but i'm enjoying her so far um mostly because i really like her dress i like that i like the look of that dress i like it and okay i will say this it's something i'm gonna watch now that we're watching it on my big tv on my little tv i thought they were making a conscious choice to change the color of her dress between pink purple and blue um, depending on the mood of the scene or the or the tone of the plot, 
that day. So now I'm going to watch that and see if it was just a small TV problem. I think it is a... Because that dress was way more purple than I remember it being this time. I'm going to chalk it up to this series has not solved their color grading problems despite the higher production budget, and we will get into it. Seriously, I watching on the small TV just this first episode, I remember noting several times that her dress changed color, but watching it on the big 4K TV, I was like, oh no, it's purple. It's purple. That is, that is purple. So uh, that might have been a me problem. <laughs> It's, it's like a, yeah, it's a nice lavender. Um, so we are going to move into Storybrooke. We have finally reunited with our main cast. There's a purple haze all around. Oh, I could go for a purple haze right now. I was, I was quoting a song and you didn't notice it. But yeah, we made the beer joke. <laughs> well, the beer is a reference to the song. Yes. There's a purple haze all around and... They're like, oh my God, what is it? And they're like, magic. And well, everyone has a cute reuni- reuni- re- mom brain reunion. The words, and the kid ate the words. They're still gone. What are you saying? My brain shut off for a second. Purple haze I, all around reunion. Uh, I started thinking about purple haze and I started thinking about uh, an old production uh, a colleague of mine who did uh, stage management who showed me that if you mix a, a Who Garden and in a bead of purple haze, and you just pour them both into a cup. Um, it tastes. No, wait, that one's good. But it's um, an anti gator. A bead of anti gator in purple haze is a Barney. It tastes exactly like fruity pebbles. I do. I would do anti gator and was it hard? Was it cider? Mm. Anti gator and angry orchard. Yeah. Is that the one that we do here? Like that's that was like I don't know. I don't remember. That's it's too been, sweet for me. It's been a long time. Oh no, mix cider with anything. And I, like cider and Guinness is like my go-to Ren Faire drink. Uh, yeah. Back when I used to go to Ren Faire's and wasn't breastfeeding. I like that we have complained about um, how long it took them to actually get to our main cast. And then our, our mutual ADD-ness. We have talked for like half an hour about everything. It's not but the main this. cast. It's not the main cast. Okay, here we are. We're at the main cast now. We're, we're now we have reached our main cast. We just we just wanted you to see how it felt to watch this episode four times. Oh yeah, it's actually uh, a three dimensional immersive experience. We're so good. Mm-hmm. We're so damn All right. smart. All right, so so we we come back and it's the purple the purple smoke is floating over the city, and everyone is reuniting. And it's very sweet. And it's it's fun for me for like characters who did get to spend the whole time together. Like it makes sense that David and Snow have like a really sweet, intense reunion. But all these characters who have been together the entire time hugging like they haven't seen each other before. Um, it was a choice that the first time I watched it, I was like, why are Granny and Red, Red hugging that they've been? But I get it. I get it. I get it because they're, they're hugging as, wow, we know each other. Yeah, also, congratulations to um, actress. Uh, oh gosh, what is her name? I don't um, know anyone's names. Megan Ori, uh, who is now main cast. Ruby has been promoted to main cast. Congrats. She was a special guest star and appearing as. She is now in our main cast as of this episode, as is uh, Amelia Clark. Not Amelia Clark. That's. Dennis, Dennis Daenerys. She's not even in this show. No, that is. <laughs> she hadn't even been discovered yet. I don't think. <laughs> My brain. Uh, Emily De Raven. Emily oh, yeah. De Raven, uh, who is Belle French, who is now 
main cast. I forget that her last name is French. It's like, oh, it's we, so have to, stupid. we have to we have to make her French somehow. Let's just make it her last name. Also, congratulations to her on dyeing her hair brunette or getting a very good wig. I actually cannot tell. Her hair looks great. Maybe a combination of both. Maybe extensions. Definitely extensions. Oh, yeah, because it's so much fuller than her hair is. I've seen this actress. and Like the good good ones that you add in and it's like the string and you hide it real easy. I don't know how extensions work. I've only put them in other people's hair. This, the, yeah, because this actress has very fine hair, mm-hmm. um, and it is now full and brunette, and mm-hmm. it looks amazing. When I had short hair, I had a fake ponytail that was apparently pretty convincing, but I, you know, I don't. I thought it was a different color. Her hair looks so good. I'm considering going into a mental hospital for 28 years, just in case. Well, yeah, worth it. you know, she probably didn't wash her hair a whole lot, so it didn't have the damage. That makes sense, right? That's what I do now. I wash my hair once a week. Yay! Yeah, good, I'm so concerned shampoo. about. I'm so concerned about damaging my hair. Like I don't dye my hair purple like twice a month. (laughs) I'll tell you, I'll I'll help you find a a good soapless shampoo. You'll be fine. I I have one. I'm loving. Good. Um, I'm also using a color conditioner, which is good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, they have their reunion and they're like, what was that? And they're like, it was magic. And Henry comes up. Oh, oh wait, hold up. We have the reunion that made me cry. We have snow. Looking at her daughter as her daughter for the first time, and Jennifer Goodwin doing her whole emotional thing with her face that is so beautiful and believable, and why she's such a good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, crying about seeing Emma and how she's grown up, and all the emotions of how she missed her and she wishes she had been with like all those emotions play over her face. And new mommy Lane blubbered to Luther, uh, just blubbered. It was. Uh, Prince Charming, and then David. he's like, oh, "I'm here too." I, I actually <laughs> really liked his um, very paternal like way he grabs her head. Yeah, I really appreciated that. Too. Yeah, um, it was such I, a good gesture. Just it was, having it happen after Jennifer Goodwin's emotion, I was just like, "Oh yeah," and and, and, and he's here. And that's um, him too. Yeah, it was it was good. And and Emma's weirded out by real emotion, <coughs> like she do, uh, like she do. She's conflicted by this realization, too, because if she hadn't already believed, like, she only just became a believer of this. And now it's confronting her face to face because it ha- everyone knows this is the truth. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot to process. And so she's having to process all this in one day, but she does not want to talk about it. I like how like, we need to talk about this. She was like, that's a conversation for later over a glass of wine or a bottle. Or several. Several bottles. (laughs) Several bottles. And my favorite is they're having this moment and Emma's making it weird. And Henry breaks the tension by just going, Grandpa? Because the child has no chill. Jennifer Goodwin's expression and reaction to that is so good. So good. (laughs) Her just being like, yeah, I guess. I'm a, you know, 29-year-old grandma. She doesn't, he doesn't call her grandma. Oh, no. No, No. but... Her Man. real her realization face for that is so good. Yes, yes, because he's been his teacher for so long. He can't just call her grandma all of a sudden. But, uh, uh, and they have he's like, yeah, I guess. And then someone asks, well, if the curse is broken, why are we still here? And everyone has all these questions. And the blue fairy pops up to which say just, that. Oh, go just ahead. to interrupt, but a minor note is that the score shifts into a um, a diminished minor key, I think, mm. or a minor key. Because we've uh, added the question of the plot. On that note, and it is so good. Nice. Um, I was like, 
Look at you. Listen to that. Okay, that's all I have to say. No, that's good. That's a good note. Blue Fairy pops up to say, oh, yeah, magic is back. Mag- that's purple stuff was magic. But it works really differently here. So it's, it's, it's complicated. It doesn't work the same way. They're having to figure out how the magic works now. And the villagers all blame Regina. But Emma's like, nah, this is gold. Yeah. I and mean, so, even. So, of course, we cut to. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, even if we hadn't seen and we didn't know in character that it was gold, it's just like, no, this is gold. This is, this is gold <laughs> written all over it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So we cut to gold. Bell and Gold are having the u- I My notes for this are like, I was so, this was like my fourth time watching this episode. Um, Bell and Gold have the usual back and forth about goodness and darkness, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, so she makes the ultimatum um, and he looks for a loophole. It's the usual, you know, promise you won't hurt her. Okay. I promise I won't hurt her. I hate this so much because he knows he knows what she means. Yes. And but she he didn't is, specifically state that. And so he is already working at a way around. I'm so bothered by it. I'm so bothered by his assertion about like, I can't let her get away with what she did to me. Boo, you are not the one who was locked up for 28 years. The, yes. A, a literal prison. Yes. You thought the person you loved was dead, but in the fairy tale world, it's, it's a safe assumption that she was locked up. And yeah. then in this world, she was locked up. She is the one who gets to decide how and if we take revenge on Regina. And she's like, you know what? We're together now. It doesn't matter. It is so messed up to yeah. me. It's some it's some paternalistic bullshit. I'm so angry about this from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is why I hate this relationship. Because it is a an awful dynamic of... Yeah. Gold continuously lying to Belle of him gaslighting her later of him just treating her like a child. It's such um, a bad, it's just bad. It's, it's, it's just bad. bad. And I get that he's an evil character, but it is deeply messed up. Yeah. Sorry. It well, makes me no, angry. It's no, flat out right. abusive. And I hate that we as an audience are expected to treat it as romantic that she wants to fix him. I <laughs> hate it. Girl, that's the biggest red flag. Like, uh, no, it's no, I can fix him. No, girl. As soon as you say that, there's a problem. And this is coming from me. And I am on the record as um, loving a lot of literal monsters. Um, You know, I just think Pinhead is kind of sexy. Um, Your Mothman was fine, but Pinhead you had a problem with. Pinhead's good. I mean, he's meant to be sexy. They're uh, uh, non-binary, otherworldly, BDSM angel demon. Like, they're supposed to be kind of sexy. Mothman is supposed to be sexy. Um, I say holding my Mothman plushie. Yeah, I love your Mothman plushie. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah. Rumpelstiltskin is evil. Rumpelstiltskin is evil. Uh, and I will say, though, that, you know, she's at the beginning of the episode, she is in her asylum gear with a coat on. The, the same thing she was in at the end of the last episode. Um, and he obviously has some clothes because he has, has like a pawn shop. So he's got some clothes in the back that are gorgeous and fit her perfectly and also shoes. And she's just so well-dressed. It is a cute dress. From here on out, Belle's normal clothes are probably almost always going to be one of my best dress. 
for me, it's I still love everything Ruby wears and <laughs> everything Snow. Ruby wears, everything Regina wears, everything Snow wears is true. But there are so many times where I was like, God, that's just a cute outfit, Bill. It, <laughs> it, it was my style at the time, though. It was like, yeah. little, you know, platform heels and um, tights and dresses. And I love that. I love yeah. that stuff. It's all the little like small waist belted. And I, that's what I wore at that time. Well, and she's got skinny those year. beautiful, like ice blue doe eyes that just make everything. Actress is gorgeous. Just, Actress just, is yeah. gorgeous. She has great hair. Uh, I just, she's, she's I think beautiful. we both have. I think we both have little crushes on her. I have crushes on most of this cast. Yeah, it's it's a group of extremely attractive people. Like, like Jennifer Goodwin is like is like my soul sister, mm-hmm. actress wise. So, so that's where that is. That's that's like a that's not a crush. That's a I see myself. I want to be her as her. Yeah, yes. I see her as an acting peer, even though she has no idea who I am, and she never will. <laughs> I respect but, her so much, but we have similar acting things. You would absolutely brush your teeth with real toothpaste. Yes. On set. <laughs> yes. And I have made, I have had such a, a background character choice, emotional face that made our director stop and give me a note about how beautiful my face was doing things during an emotional scene. So. <laughs> and I absolutely made sure I ate that uh, veggie burger that was supposed to be a turkey burger on stage um, because I am committed. It is not because an hour into the show, I get snackish. Mm-hmm. It was the other guy had a hot pocket, which meant that the center was cold. So, so was my... Yeah, so is my turkey burger. I only microwave so fast backstage. (laughs) Uh. Uh, So, anywho, um, cut to, I think we could cut ahead a bit to uh, the villagers without torches storming uh, Regina's house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're going to kill her. Great, let's watch. Here's where I get mad. Here's where I get mad. So, all last season, all last season, the entire last season, up until Henry woke up in the hospital in the very last episode, all last season, Henry was like, you're not my real mom. You're not my real mom. You're not my mom. She's the evil queen. She's not my mom. She's not my mom. So, of course, they're like, oh, great. Let's watch them kill her. Please. She's still my mom. And I made like this visceral, physical reaction that made Mads laugh. Um, oh my god so we're watching on the couch elaine had a full body reaction and then head down and she was taking notes on her phone so she just started rapidly typing in her phone like so angry and i was like losing my mind (laughs) that's how i watched Uh, because it's just such it's one of those things are like oh crap we we got picked up and this is one of the audience's favorite characters we have to keep her around for a while. Oh, Henry yeah. Henry has to suddenly care about her. Yeah. And that's how it feels, which is unfortunate. But at the same time, it's how I've been wanting him to feel. I've been wanting yes. to acknowledge yes. that, yes, her 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 motivations for keeping him are questionable, but it is clear that she does genuinely care and about him. I will say that literally just hours before this this line happened, she had left him in the hospital saying, no matter what anyone tells you, I do love you. I really love you. Maybe that finally got through to him after all this time. He had no reaction to it whatsoever. He straight faced her in the hospital. But yeah. now all of a sudden he's like, wait, no, she's my mom. Wait. Yeah. I know that I'm the reason that everyone wants to kill the evil queen now, but wait, no. It's all my fault. <laughs> it is all his fault. 
Yeah. I mean, it's all her fault. It's all her fault. But everyone's feelings towards her at this point are kind of his fault too. Because no yeah. one was going to get the savior there. This is why if I ever, you know, uh, enact the dark curse and then adopt a child, I will make sure that there is no way that um, that child's mother is coming into my magical cursed town. Mm-hmm. How wall. are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? Wall. Oh, a wall? You're going to build oh, yeah. a wall? You're going to build, build a wall? wall. Yeah. That works real well. Yeah, I'm going to build know, a wall. You know what goes over walls? Everything. Planes. planes ladders. Yeah. Ropes. People. Yeah. You know what the, else you can do? My wall will be on fire. Oh, you know what stops fire? Water. Rain. Shit. Ugh. Snow. Then I guess I'll just try to build like an a actual like... An actual, oh, oh, the strong like, wind. The strong wind has the added side effect of possibly catching your own forest on fire. Yeah, then I guess my best option is to go with open adoption and actually have a healthy and understanding relationship with the the birth mother or uh, even birth parents, even and, have, you know yeah, a there, very open and transparent relationship with my child. Yeah, there's also the idea of if suddenly your child brings his biological mother to the door, don't be a huge dick to her the whole time. Yeah. When all she's trying to do is return your child and get back to her normal life. You just made it worse. Yeah. And again, I like my, my go-to option is, uh, like we've talked about it, open adoption is my feeling. I would mm-hmm. prefer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So um, so that made, me, that made me physically angry. And again, it was the fourth time I watched the show. Uh, and it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the thing that. When we started, we started talking about this podcast at the beginning. I've been harping on this the whole time. I was like, the whole first season, he's one way, and then all of a sudden, he loves her. Yep. 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 Yeah. So we go back to the Enchanted Forest and the Dementor, mm-hmm. not Dementor, because uh, that's a copyrighted thing by a person who I want nothing to do with. Um, attacks, and Philip scares it off and knocks off his pendant. Now, here's here's my thing. So they know that these things exist. They've been around and they are specifically avoiding these wraiths, right? These wraiths are part yeah. of the whole problem that they have to be in a safe community. So why does he pick up the pendant? They know, they even know about the whole marked thing. They know about the mark. They know about it. Why does he pick up the pendant? And second off, how does Mulan not pick up on this? Because he's literally holding the thing when she walks up to him. It was dumb and they both should have known better. And, uh, we don't know better, but he should. And that's why I feel no empathy or sadness about his subsequent death. Uh, so then we cut to Rumpelstiltskin finding a pendant in his shop, because of course he does. Holding it with <laughs> gloves and looking at it menacingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> then we go to the angry mob scene. <laughs> I love the angry mob scene because there are some extras who uh, have no direction. <laughs> In the background of this, there's like one old man who's just like menacingly with one hand. Rabble, 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 rabble. Uh, there's like a white lady who's just like straight up disassociating. Um, girl, me too. I. <laughs> there's a lady in business clothes who's like, I guess we're here now. I thought I was doing a progressive commercial, but here we are. <laughs> um, good for her, you know. Yeah. We do have we do have extras now because it is a season premiere. Uh, we will never see these people again. We had extras last season. Remember how many people were there for the Miners Festival? Yeah, 
we have extras when we need extras, and then we also don't have extras when it would make sense to have them. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, if, oh, everyone's leaving town. Just the main characters are there. Uh. <clears throat> Regina is going to blast them all into oblivion. She does um, a cheesy uh, magic casting motion. Everyone ducks. And wop, wop, wop. It didn't work. So Whale, like, attacks like a, her? Like a slide whistle? Yeah. Yeah, Whale, we, like, attacks her. We need her. The, the, price is, the Price is Right trombone. Boom, 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 Yeah, so Whale attacks her like he's going to just, like, eviscerate her on her own front porch in front of all these people. Because he's a doctor. I guess he can do that. Yeah. Um, we don't know. Um, but he, he took the hypocritic oath. Yeah. Uh, Char- Charming and Snow White save her and Charming asks Whale who he is and Whale's like wouldn't you like to do um, yeah Whale's just like it's such everyone's an aside. like who the fuck are you <laughs> uh, Snow like the, the townspeople he's Blade De Beers from iZombie <laughs> townspeople want to kill her they want to save her the compromise according to Snow White for the town's safety and her own safety is to put her in a jail cell which you know I don't disagree with I don't disagree with that at all. It's for everyone's safety. Um, so they talk in the jail about how the enchanted world doesn't exist anymore. And then there is, there's some other stuff that happens because then there's shaky cam. So yeah, where Gina winds up in jail and I get motion sickness from this scene. Like legit, it is so shaky. It's, it's whenever she's talking to gold who has shown up to make threats. That the shaky yeah. cam, because they're being intense. They're getting yeah. in the face. And, it's energy. I mean, I get in 2012, we were doing a lot of um, handheld camera work. However, steady cam still exists. I have a degree like, in, I have a degree in broadcasting. And I used to yell this at other people's projects all the time. Use an effing tripod. You have access to them for a reason. They make your scenes look more professional and better. And the shaky cam here was not as noticeable on small TV. Like it was noticeable on small TV, but watching it on my, my new big, way too big TV uh, was real intense. And Mads got motion sickness. And I'm like, is this like, do they have, I mean, I know this show is shot in Canada. So I'm like, do they have freaking earthquakes there? I was not aware. (laughs) Maine (laughs) Maine has earthquakes. And the Enchanted uh, Forest they do, because we do have one in a little bit. Um, I'm also really bothered by the framing of the shot um, through was, the bars is really weird. They were trying Be- something. They were trying something and it was failing because Regina is speaking and her mouth is covered up by metal. And like, we, both, we both watch people's mouths to see what they're saying. Right. I mean, there is a reason why you do a close up of a character and it's to see their face. So if they are being shot through blurry metal bars because you're using such a... I'm, I'm so angry about the way this yes. shot is... It bothers me. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Um, it's also, yeah, I look at mouths to be able to understand what is being said if I don't have closed caption on. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it's such a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Ah! So motion, sickness, jailhouse work, um, also random Dutch angles for no good goddamn reason, um, including one as he approaches. It's so bad. It's so cheeseball. Um, it's a it's the uh, second 
downer in this entire episode in terms of quality. The first being Philip holding the medal. Uh, but that Dementor looks good. The Dementor looks real good. We didn't even get to him coming here yet. Um, uh, where? What scene are we on right now? Are we still shaky, Cam? Or are we? Not? Uh, oh, we're moving past. The, he put the pin in her hand. He there's no mark. That's real weird, right? Okay, like he yeah. he, he presses it in her hand, but nothing happens. Um, so we cut to enchanted forest again and big reveal it's mulan it's a girl girl yeah uh and to which i wrote note true love's kiss still woke aurora so this whole next plot they're introducing the the what ifs uh don't make sense uh except that polyamory exists and it's possible to be in love with two true love with two people at once even more than that it also doesn't matter because in disney world He's going to be dead in five minutes. So in Disneyland, there's one true love, but there's mm-hmm. not, there's not because even Regina gets to, um, Dan Savage is very problematic for a lot of reasons, but I have always enjoyed something he said, which is that there's no, the one mm-hmm. there's your, you're going to be the, the point eight and the point nine and the point seven, two, and you're going to round up. Yeah. And, the fact that you want to do that rounding up is what makes it actual love and not mm-hmm. infatuation Yeah, because love and relationships take work, energy and investment. Um, but know, that's man. not how things work in Disney world. I don't know, man. I don't have to work at all to love Luther. It's the uh, easiest thing. You know, it's real cute. It's the easiest thing in the world to love Shane, even, even his eccentricities. Um, and he puts up with mine. And loves me, not despite, but because of them. Yay. I can tell because when I start getting wacky, every once in a while I see him do this smile and I'm like irritated. I'm like, why the f*** are you laughing at me? Aww. Bleep I know. Uh, um, oh, oh, so Philip's marked, right? Then we go back to Rumpelstiltskin, who... Oh, we, we're skipping one thing, which is where we we're, we're, we're outside and Emma is explaining why, yes... You're all. You were all heroes. You were oh, all. Yeah. I was angrily typing. I missed. Yeah, that. you were all heroes and people who wanted to fight, and that's great for you. But you made this sacrifice, and it still hurt me. Yeah, and that wasn't my choice. And I think that's a very valid point. Oh, that was yes. coming up next. I think. She, yeah, she gave them their best chance. Well, I I, I know it happened there because um, I have Josh Dallas Whale. We were cursed. Which is, I oh, think, that's the, a, that was after. That was, I have okay, in my notes too. Okay, okay. I'm in my notes too. No, we'll get to, we can finish that up now, but yeah. Yeah, that is the best line of this episode. Yeah, hold on. Let me, that is the best line, so we're going to get to it. Um, Rumpelstiltskin uses his dagger to summon an interdimensional wraith because yes. it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. I guess wraith magic is different than magic magic because otherwise it's so difficult to cross portal, to cross over until it isn't. Suddenly it's, we have 12 ways to do it. Yeah. Um, Regina wakes up in pain marked. Yes. And then Emma does not want to talk about it. But Snow absolutely does. And Snow White's going on about, it shouldn't be this hard to talk because we've been friends this whole time. We've talked about so many things, probably inappropriate things, you know, like boys and one night stands and. One night stands? Whale. Whale? We were cursed. <laughs> okay. I, lo- I just, I love that. That was my favorite moment in the entire episode and honestly that is how so much stuff should be handled in this show she doesn't say it angrily she's just like yeah 
we were cursed. We did not have our memories. Whatever. And move yeah. forward. Yeah. yeah also, they, they straight up established that, yes, she did bang whale. Well, we knew because we already knew that because he sent her flowers after. It was like heavily implied that she spent the oh. night, but it wasn't said oh, no. explicitly. Oh, they no. didn't call it a one night stand yet. As they a, were just saying things like, I don't do this kind of thing. As a former innocent. Oh, no. It was obvious. <laughs> as a whore, I'm like, so Elaine. <laughs> the former innocent. Yeah, they slept together. And by former innocent, that means I was like the naive one of my group all through college that people were like, hold on, we have to explain this joke to Elaine because she doesn't understand sex things. <laughs> This I is like, one. I was like, no, no, I have the internet. Please stop. <laughs> this is one fortunate thing for our friendship, which is that we really became close, and I was already with my partner, so Elaine didn't have to deal with me uh, during my wilder days. I met you when you were nineteen. You were you met me, but we weren't like living <laughs> together when I was bringing men home. That's fair. That's fair. That was uh, dear friend Morgana, who had to put up with a lot of. That's fair. Me being a whore. We had jokes about you and Morgana dressing up as me and Ryan for Halloween one year, something like that. <laughs> Anywho. Huh. Ah. So so Emma doesn't want to talk about it, so she finally opens up. She's like, yeah, all that stuff you just said. They were like, we sent you away to give you your best chance. She's cool, but I was alone. I didn't have anybody. I thought I was abandoned. And he's like, Sure, we'd have been, I'd have been cursed, but at least we'd have been together. To which I say, well, David was in a coma for 28 of those years. So would you have been, would you? She would have at least had her mom. I mean, I guess if he hadn't been trying to put her into the tree, he wouldn't have been yeah, almost killed. But I mean, um, even then, I think the idea that the original plan was that it was going to be Snow and, uh, and, and Emma. So, yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah, she would have at least had her mom. She would have at least well, had a person yeah. in her life, um, and then we could have been spared the uh, Frozen season. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! The dialogue in the Frozen season is some of the best writing of this show. And there's some good moments. It's there's got some, some great moments. moments. I actually yeah. enjoy that season. I'm I enjoyed just... it way more watching it through this time than I than the last time. Uh, but I remember last time, like the Frozen season was the best thing about those episodes. Still yeah. true. Um. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so that's her whole thing. It's like she still feels abandoned and hurt, and she has to process her feelings still. And yeah, which is valid. Her, her feelings are valid. Yeah. So. Uh, so Mulan makes Aurora feel insecure. Aurora makes Mulan feel challenged. Is what I wrote next. Aurora makes me feel jealous because I really like that crinkly wrap thing she's wearing. Oh God, her wrap that has like a feather ruff. Mm-hmm. So good. Must tickle, but so good. Her don't outfit is love, great. Yeah, we talked about it during the episode, but the audience wasn't here to hear it. Um, I don't like the corset they put over that dress. Mm-hmm. And um, I, don't, I don't understand why they braided blonde streaks into her tiara braid. Yeah, it's weird. It it's makes really no weird. sense because the rest of her hair doesn't have highlights or anything. Um, Aurora is my favorite Disney princess. Yes. Uh, histori- just so everyone knows, Sleeping Beauty is my favorite Disney movie. Um, and I'm, you know, I so much so that I have not watched Maleficent. <laughs> Or the or its sequel, because I'm like, no, I don't want to ruin Maleficent for me, because I love her so much in the Disney feature film, the the cartoon, that I don't want this whole oh backstory because 
King Stefan's actually the bad guy is what I had someone else explain it to me. And I was like, that's lame. Um, it's lame. I'm, it's I'm, lame. Yeah. I think this is a thing that you and I commiserate about with the show very often is that our favorite, our favorite Disney princesses both get done dirty. Yeah. Um, Cause mine is Belle. I know Belle's not really a princess, but um, yeah, she marries a prince. She becomes a princess. It's, the- it's Disney doing Belle dirty. Yeah. For years. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to remember why I was so mad about Aurora the first time. And it may just be because as soon as she gets woken, Philip is taken away from her. Yeah. And that may have been why I was so angry. Uh, I I honestly can't remember. Me all those years ago had different priorities than me now. Yeah. Uh, Since between the seasons, I also took the time to finally watch the uh, Beauty and the Beast remake. Um, Hated it. Okay. Hated it so much. Hated it so much. Wasn't it like a frame for frame recreation of the cartoon? Except for uh, the beast had absolutely no charm and he was awful to Belle. And they tried to give Belle more. um, She's like an inventor now. It's weird. Well, it's because it's Emma Watson, right? Yeah. And I mean, she's great in the part. Yeah. It's just that what's written for her isn't great. Mm -hmm. Um,. Though the Beast is, um, speaking of me wanting to bang monsters, the Beast, I will get out there and get that buffalion. Um, to, to quote Codex Melcher, uh, I could get, that That buffalion could get it. Oh, um, and better. once again, when he changes back, I'm like, no, change him back! <laughs> Downgrade! Lol. <laughs> yeah. That gays are always horny for villains and monsters. Sorry about it. I, I, I speak the, for all the gays right I, now. I don't actually know what happens in the scene because it's once again stereotypical. Oh, we can't have two women in a scene um, who meet each other and instantly like each other type thing. Yeah, like they have just, to be rivals. And so I wrote. I stopped paying attention to the plot uh, because of the hair. This this watching during um, this filming. Watching, we do anyway. we do need to address Mulan's bump it. Hey. I like her faux hawk. I I feel like they want to give her like a lesbian pompadour, but all I can see are my Pentecostal cousins. Fair. Fair. Because that is that is not a, a cute lesbian pompadour. That is straight up Pentecostal. Okay. But remember the time we were wearing bumpets then? Yeah. And, and no, actually, no, the bumpets had passed, but the 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 tall front was still happening just in a more natural way. Um, you would and make again. your ponytail and then you would pull it up to where the top of your hair was a little bump. So that was very much a thing. And it's still sort of a thing. Yeah, I know. But still my, uh, all I see is my cousins. I liked it. I, I don't have that association. I, I, I have, re- I have a shout, shout out to my cousin, Madeline, who will never listen to this. Um, <laughs> I, I have flashbacks to her getting in trouble because she wanted to cut her hair, but you can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's not allowed. So what she did was she tried to burn it. Oh no. Yeah. I can smell that from here. Uh, yeah. Religious oh. fundamentalist family is fun. They love my queer witch ass. I, I My only experience with, Pentecostals is whenever I would uh, I would work in central Louisiana uh, every summer and that's the Bible Belt. It's part of the Bible Belt of central Louisiana. I was working at a uh, at an Episcopal camp up there and we would go to Walmart and that's the only time I would see Pentecostals in the wild it was in central Louisiana. I got to see them at the holidays. 
Um, in honor of them, I will wear my denim skirt next time we record. <laughs> I once got asked on the school bus because I have I I uh-huh. have long hair because I've I've generally always had long hair except the few years I kept it short. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Mads is bumping their hair right now. Um, I was on the school bus in like middle school. Like one of the one of the days I was wearing a dress because normally I wore blue jeans. And someone on the bus saw my long hair and saw me wearing a dress that came above the knee. I was like, hey, you wear dresses a lot. And I, I used to, sure. And your hair is long. Yeah. So you're a Pentecostal? I was like, I was literally wearing pants yesterday on the same bus. No. I'm Episcopalian, which is hard to say for some people around here. But no. Episcopalian. I'm, <laughs> look, <laughs> I have... I just got off of being pregnant and now I'm breastfeeding. I don't drink a whole lot. <laughs> fair. Fair. I have had exactly four alcoholic beverages in eight weeks. That's like fair. Mm-hmm. And it's it's timing. You can cut this whole portion out. It's timing. Right after I feed the baby, I can have a drink. Yeah. I'll cut this whole thing out. Cut I know you don't want to talk they about They don't need to hear yeah. the Pentecostal thing on the bus either. Yeah. Um, and we're at like an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. We probably should get okay. into it. I think so, it's, but we like to talk. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. So back to Storybrooke, uh, Emma and crew go to confront Gold. And he has some excuse about how he's not so bad for bringing magic back. People should actually be thanking him because now there's magic. Emma, Emma had time to change into a brown coat between the shots. Good for her, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, People should be thanking him. He's a hero. He brought magic back. So what's everyone so upset about? Uh, and then there's an earthquake. Speaking of. Oh. Oh, that wraith? Oh, yeah. That's a... Uh, I did that for you guys. That'll benefit you, too. That's for Regina. Lolo, lo, 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 lo. Um, So they're like, we're not done. They run off to the jail. And he's like, oh, I know. Because you still owe me a favor. And Belle pops out. You lied to me. Uh, that's not even close to it. <laughs> uh, you lied to me. She's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought you'd changed, but in the hour you'd known me. Well, he didn't and never will. So maybe save us all some time and move forward. When he tells you who he is, believe him. When he tells you who he is, believe him. Save us all she- some god awful B plots for the next like three seasons. She runs off in a huff. It heals. Um, so we go back to Enchanted Forest, and they're all like, Philip left. Because Philip does this thing where he's like, I'm going to go find some, uh, so I'm going to go get us some um, firewood, and I'll be back in five minutes. And then he like full on makeout sessions, Aurora. And she's like, Oh, that's a see you in five minutes kiss. And he's like, Well, it's making up for lost time. Yeah. And then he does it again, and it's real awkward. And Mulan's like, Why am I present for this? <laughs> uh me as an audience member was also like why am i present for this yeah. <laughs> and they he doesn't come back so that was the whole scene that i had skipped last time because i was angrily writing about um the tension um so philip why did philip leave oh my god he was marked she's very mad about about aurora for dumb reasons and she keeps going he left to save you and she's like he left to save both of us i'm not the only one he cares about he's been traveling with you this whole time so mulan's like well stay here you'll just slow me down and i have to protect you and so she runs off to find philip and then we have the wraith attacking regina in the jail 
And uh, Luther approved of this creature design. He's been very picky the last season about mm-hmm. different creature designs and CGs. And every time they intro a new creature, he's like, okay, let's see it. Oh. I And I really love, I love that its hands are so slimy and green. I love that its cloak is like purple. I always appreciate whenever, you know, dark and evil designs actually are still colorful. Yes. Because um, there's I, more to the world than just black and purple. Yeah, I just played uh, Doom Eternal on the uh, on the uh, on my PC, mm-hmm. and something I actually really loved about it was how it captured like Doom 2's vibrant, like straight up heavy metal '80s <laughs> color palette. And I'm talking about Heavy Metal magazine, mm-hmm. by the way, just to date myself yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, I, I loved it, and I, I always appreciate and enjoy that. So I was really happy that this creature design wasn't a straight up Dementor ripoff. Um, that it had like these glowing orange red eyes. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Another thing Luther noted in this scene was they get to the jail right as the Wraith is starting to suck out Regina's soul. And Luther noted that the family catchphrase uh, got mentioned and it's, hey, throw something. <laughs> yes, we have two family catchphrases, um, which we'll get to the other one later. But this one, hey. And then throw something. Yeah. Yeah. Attempt, attempts to hit yes that that got to try to get the wraith and uh what actually scares the wraith off is uh snow white's hairspray flamethrower hairspray flamethrower uh i don't know where she got a lighter unless it was on one of the desks yeah um, some kind of aerosol can i mean that could be febreze who knows she's had a lot of stress lately so she might have been smoking behind the scenes we don't know so david floats letting regina she die. may be Snow White, but her lungs are tarry. <laughs> I say taking a drag. The snow has drifted in those lungs. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. David floats letting, just letting the Wraith take Regina. Why should they be risking their necks to save her this whole time? Um, and the, to which Regina's like, oh, that's a great example you're setting for your child. It's like, she's a full grown adult. Why yeah, are you she's, talking about her like she's a child? Yeah, it's like. That makes no sense. She's 28. She's an adult. Like, so are y'all. And like You're all the same age. You can stop. (laughs) You're all the same age. Uh, Emma promised Henry that he'd protect Regina, that she'd protect Regina, though. Yes. So that's why they're gonna save Regina. Uh, they'll send it somewhere, it can't hurt anyone. To which Regina pulls out Jefferson's hat. And Emma goes, That's Jefferson's hat. And she's like, Who's Jefferson? Oh, God, don't. Can we just don't? Can we don't? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Can we don't? She knows you know. She knows you know. And it was such a fake who. I was so irritated by it. Um, Not as irritated as I was by these dinky-ass improvised torches made of brooms. They're brooms. brooms. Look, that's what they had in Town Hall. And they go out. Never before used brooms. Immediately. Like, come on. Yeah. Also, they had three brooms. They had to. They had to buy a lot, and so they had to find a cheap one because they had to do multiple takes for those scenes. So, yeah, um, yeah. They'll send the wraith to the enchanted forest, which doesn't exist. Right? It's just a basic realm banishment. So they light up the brooms like torches and lure it in to like the big conference hall in the town hall. Uh, okay. Regina's magic isn't working and we have to light City Hall on fire. They keep Everclear in City Hall? Um, I know they do with uh, City Name, Consolidated Government, but I think that's because 
<laughs> some of those council meetings run a little long. Aurora found a, she apparently one of the horses had gone missing and Aurora tracked it down and followed Mulan. Um, they argue about Philip's choices. Mulan's super bitter about her dude friend having a girlfriend is basically what it comes down to for me. And Aurora calls her out for being in love with him. Sure would love a scene between these two powerful women that didn't revolve around them hating each other or talking about a man. Well, isn't there a test for that? Yes. Mm-hmm. The Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. See, I, I can never say it right because I read it all the time, but I don't know if mm. I'm pronouncing it right. And then sometimes because I have mom brain now, which is absolutely a thing, I was afraid I was going to call it a bechamel test, which is not a thing. Ooh, but now I, I want a bechamel sauce. I would test some bechamel. Yeah. Oh, we should make moussaka. <laughs> Let's stop recording right now. I'm coming over. We're going to make moussaka. We, we need to make your cheesecake. Oh. Luther wants it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Philip is mad that they followed him. He wants to save both of them. He's trying to save both of them. As yes. pointed out. Um, he tells them to keep each other safe. And then faces this, this wraith. And sort of without directing his gaze at anyone says over one shoulder, I love you. Um, and the camera guys are like, oh, who do you say it to? Who do you say it to? And they're like back and forth between their faces. Um, so there's that ooh factor. And then the wraith eats his soul. Which takes way less time uh, than the entire time Regina was getting dementored. So, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he wasn't fighting it. So Kay. now we're back. They can't get that. Yeah, we just talked about that. The magic's different here. What gets the hat to open a portal is Emma puts her hand on Emma puts her hand on Regina's shoulder. Is that what yeah. helps? It? She yeah. awakens Regina's latent magic with the power of bisexuality. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, the magic's different here. The wraith gets sucked in, so it works, but he grabs Emma's leg, of course, and pulls her in. And Snow's like, I'm not losing her again, and jumps in right after her. And Charming's like, me either. And he jumps, and the portal has closed, so he just smooshes the hat. And face plants on this floor, which can, which is super undignified and funny to me. Uh, this is not the moment for how funny that scene was to me. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, the portal closes. I just write, well, yep. way to break it, hero. This- this this episode jumps back and forth so much because now we're back at how Philip is now Sleeping Beauty. You know, speaking Aurora, of things I hate. And Mulan's talking about how Aurora wouldn't understand sacrifice. And it's implied that the reason Aurora was asleep was due to some sacrifice that saved her people. Yeah. Um, so Mulan oh. gifts her the talisman in a bag of the thing that is responsible for her fiance for, dying. For killing her fiance. And she's like, thank you. And I'm like, <laughs> to which I'm like, to which I said, I was like, this seems like it's a really important thing, right? It's not. It never comes back. We never no. see this again. Never <laughs> again. Like, this looks like it could be like a Chekhov's gun. Oh, she's got the talisman. This will be very important later. It's no. not. It's a weird gift to give somebody. Why don't you destroy it? Why? I hate it. Yeah, it made no sense for why she would do that. Uh, uh uh, whoops, David killed the hat. Uh, and so he and Regina take their anger out on each other. I just like that no matter how cursed he is, David always sucks. <laughs> he was so much better whenever he was like in the actual Enchanted Forest before this curse. And now he's got too much David Nolan in him to be effective. We do get some, um, next episode, we do get some kind of hilarious uh, grandpa 
grandson bonding time, which cracks me up. Oh, good. But we'll get to that. It's been a while since I've seen this episode now. I've binged <laughs> several seasons. Yes. Uh, these seasons take so long because they are so long. Yep. Uh, so, so he threatens to kill Regina. Regina threatens to kill him right back. And she would have succeeded. She like gets some magic to work. And she gets these vines to grow out of the, the tree wallpaper. Yeah, and, like, she uses him. a wild growth, which I mean, it's a first level spell, but good for her. You know what? It's what works when you're trying to figure out how the magic works. She's effectively yeah. a level one character now. Yeah. Um, Good and for her. she's basically about to choke him to death with these vines on the wall. And Henry comes in and makes him stop. Uh, and he he's gives like, can a, you don't? <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you maybe not kill my grandpa, mom? Cause I'm going to call you mom now. Uh, and he gives her the ultimatum is like, get them back and leave everyone alone. Or you'll never see me again. I'm going to go stay with my grandpa. Mom slash great grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. Mom slash great grandma. Wait. Because she's Snow White's stepmom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow White yeah. is her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Step, step, great grandma. We're not from Alabama. We do have to actually think for a minute about these weird intra-family relations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've, I've been watching the Muppet Show, and I didn't realize that I am my own grandpa. Kate was around a song that was around in the seventies. I knew the more recent version, but the Muppets did it as well. Cause it oh, was, yeah. so it was around before then the Muppets covered it. It was great. They also like- did. Don't cry out loud. They did the very best version of don't cry out loud. <sighs> nice. Which I will link on the Twitter with no context immediately after we finish recording. Yeah. The Muppet shows on Disney plus now, if you're looking <gasps> for something to binge. Oh, I'm on it. Let's wrap <laughs> this up. That is one of my all time favorite shows. Yes. I, Love the Muppets. We're almost so done. Much. I think we're almost done. So she agrees to this ultimatum and Belle comes crawling back to gold in a real cute outfit. She's like, I've been walking all night. I'm like, in those shoes? And Damn. She's like, I was taking a long walk to think about it. But then she sees the chipped cup. Still have my chipped cup. I like how like how bouncy it comes mm-hmm. out. She it's immediately so forgives him. Immediately. She's... Uh, <laughs> Forget all the thinking she's done. Um, and to quote my sister, girl dumb. Uh, and she's like, I think I can change you. And, and he you straight know- up says, I'm not going to change. This is who I am. You should probably leave. To change someone, they need to want to change. Yeah. He tells yeah. her who she is, who he is and who he plans to remain. And she says, that's exactly why I have to stay. Like, I, I'm not a, I mean, maybe it's because I'm who I am. I'm not one of those people who's like, no one changes, blah, 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 blah. Because I have changed. Change. I have grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because I wanted to. And I did do that in part because of the help and support from my spouse. Mm-hmm. But I went to him and I said, I want to be a better person. I love you and I want to be with you. And I need your help to be someone that is a good spouse for you. And he helped me um, with an addiction and with a lot of really bad life choices I was making. I wanted to change. Yeah. Gold does not want to change. He does not want to change. He has no interest in changing. He likes power. He likes magic. He likes being in charge and getting his way. That's what he likes. He doesn't want to change that. 
And Bill's like, yeah, but you're good, though. And he's like, I'm really not. I'm telling you now. He really is not. Um, Actor Robert Carlyle. Amazing. Wonderful. But this character has zero redeeming quality. (laughs) We're not supposed to to curse on the show. (laughs) Oh, I've been left and right. I'm going to be on that beep button like, whew. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, girl dumb. She's refusing to listen. She's hearing what she wants to hear. Which she's talking to him about him twisting his, her words. She's twisting his. Actually, she's twisting words that didn't even exist in the air. She's making them up and pulling them out and then twisting them. Um, so then we go over to uh, Mary Margaret's apartment, which I guess is where David has decided to live now since he, uh, you know, his, his, I guess his house is because he was, he had just packed up to move to Boston. Yeah. So, so he has no place to live anymore. So he's just going to go ahead and move in with his wife, his actual wife, his real wife. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm looking forward to that reunion. Yeah. Now here's my, here's the thing. And this is the question I'm going to have forever. Did Abigail find her gym teacher? Did she get back with Frederick? She's got to know he's here. We they, both watched this season and neither of us remember. No, they no, I'm telling you now. They don't. They don't mention it whatsoever. It's not that they don't get together, it's that it is no longer a point. Corey, get that fan fiction together. I want Abigail and Frederick back together, please. Thank you. Yes. Um, maybe I can write that one. I was I I'm, I have dabbled. <laughs> I yeah, I'm like I actually want this to happen. <laughs> I've dabbled in fan fiction. <laughs> um, no full stories, just a few snippets. Yeah, and but it was, uh, it was it's weirder though because it was fan fiction of my friends D and D characters. So my husband started calling it friend fiction, which made it weirder. Well, they say that in uh, Bob's Burgers too, which is oh, great. Oh no, that's where it comes from. Is uh, my yeah. friend fiction? Oh no. Yep. I love that show. Um, oh, it's so, good. so So Henry is sad about his mom and grandma. Uh, and he's like worried that they're dead. And he's like, no, David's like, don't worry. They're okay. He's like, how do you know? He's I just know. And we were like, oh yeah. Cause he felt it when she got cursed. So he'd know if she died. I love him saying the thing. I will always find them. And I like the shift mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Yeah. That's the other family catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so that was a sweet. That was sweet. He did that one right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mulan fills Aurora in on how the world has changed, how it's been less than a year for them being conscious. But when the curse hit 28 years ago, for some reason, this corner of the land was untouched and everyone else around it was taken. Uh, they were frozen for 28 years, and when they then they woke up and they created a safe community because I guess wraiths were running around. Um, safe haven and and then they hear a loud noise and there's some rubble and they move some of the rubble and Mulan blames the wraith and Philip's death on the people they find in the rubble one of which is Snow White and the other is Emma and that's the end of the episode and that's the end of the episode yeah, she just totally she's like forget the person who caused the curse this is Snow White's fault yep which is how the evil queen feels. So that's not a good point in Mulan's favor. Not a not a good start. Not not a, not the so, best. But uh, they made they made Mulan way more bitter than she was in the TV, in the cartoon. So uh, 
in general. She was, yeah, she was great. I don't like this characterization of Mulan. No, and you know, I we were talking about it. And I'm pretty sure that Mulan's pansexual. Yes, yeah, that's plausible. Yeah. yeah, I originally said she's pan, and then I was like, wait, no, this show, I have to say the whole word. <laughs> I I uh, I wish that this show that Philip could have survived and they could have been yeah. uh, a polycule, but unfortunately, not so much. Yeah. So <sighs> so uh, that's the thing you just sent me. It says access denied. Just so you know. Um, just an aside. Um, um, so so that's that was episode one of season how, two. How many improvised torches out of five would you give this episode? I was a pretty, I mean, there were so many plots to follow in this one Uh huh. that I'm going to, it was a good, it was a good intro episode for a new show that was getting its first, its second season. Yes. So I will go ahead and give it a four. I'll say it was, a, it was a good, it got, it got, it got a little expositiony, but they handled it well. I think this did a good job of establishing the broader scope that this yes. new season will take and that the show will take going forward. So I was really happy with it. It gave me this, an angry mob, which I wanted. Yeah. Um, it gave me everything I wanted. I liked the expansion of the world. Yes. Um, did I liked, not. Yeah. Sorry. I liked hearing. I liked hearing how people on the other side of the curse uh, fared and what happened with them. Yeah. Um, did not care for the shaky cam and some of the storylines, Belle and Gold. I, um, I wish but, that if they were going to introduce a New York guy, we'd have had a little more information about him. About who he is. Yeah. Uh, but they wanted, they wanted that mystery. They set that mystery up and then dropped it for this whole episode, which to me feels off. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think that that is a, a, uh, lost lost writer problem uh, i did not enjoy it on that show do not enjoy it here but that's life yeah so um yeah i'll give it a solid it's a solid four out of five yeah i still yeah on the whole i'm giving it a four out of five the costumes so. were good costumes um, were great the hair was good even though the blonde streaks didn't make sense and you didn't like the pompadour i didn't um, like the pompadour i also didn't like the corset on the sleeping gown we have visceral reactions to Bell and Gold, which is what they want. So that's successful. Yeah. Um, and the the green screen's better. So all in all, solid, solid episode. Not a whole lot to nitpick about except uh, the abusive relationships. Yeah. And uh, Henry's sudden turn towards loving his mom again. But he's still like a little brat about it. Yeah, and I but understand But he sort of needs reason. to be because she did just try to kill someone who's been saving yeah. her the whole episode. He's still a brat about it. He does issue an ultimatum. And as we progress through this season, it's going to get interesting with that. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, geez. I'm good. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I've got some mm-hmm. rants coming up. This is Story Broke the Rant Cast. Uh, so on that note, um, thank missed- you all for listening. We've missed you. We've We're happy to be you. back. And Mads has a promise to make. Uh, every episode will be out on time this season. <laughs> Yay! It helps that I now work from home. I'm a freelancer and uh, really enjoying my current working situation. So, and before the end of this season, I will have a Google Doc that has our ratings of every episode up to this point. Woo! 
I see. I made a promise that I might not fulfill. Yay. <laughs> I have a kid now. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And he's precious. I can't wait for his first cameo. <laughs> well, he's already, he's already made two appearances on the Twitter page. So if you missed him, mm-hmm. he's there. Um, in, in fact, I, one night I got him, he, he was facing the TV. So it looked like he was watching once upon a time with us starting him young. He's, he was so small and now he's still so small. But he's a bigger small. That's it. That's all I got. You want to, you want me to end the show? I'll end the show. So this has been Story Broke. Miserably Ever After. This has been Story Broke. Miserably Ever After. A Your Pretty Friend production. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review us almost anywhere fine podcasts are downloaded. You can also follow us on Twitter at StoryBrokePod. This episode has been made possible thanks to the love and support of our spouses and listeners like you. Thank you.